And I just trust that this morning the Lord will open the heavens and he will bring understanding upon every heart, that he will touch every heart and he will breathe upon each and every one of us the breath of life, the breath of life that would empower us with all things that pertain unto life and godliness that is required for this season in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Joe chapter 2, verse 18. Then the Lord was jealous for his land and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. I will drive the northern horde far from you, pushing it into a parched and barren land. Its eastern ranks will drown in the Dead Sea and its western ranks in the Mediterranean Sea, and its stench will go up, its smell will rise. Surely he has done great things. Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. Do not be afraid, you wild animals, for the pastures in the wilderness are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit, the fig tree and the vine yield their riches. Be glad, people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the autumn rains because he is faithful. He sends you abundant showers, both autumn and spring rains, as before. The threshing floors will be filled with grain. The vats will overflow with new wine and oil. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts and the other locusts and the locust swarm, my great army that I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat until you are full. You will praise the name of the Lord your God, who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Then you will know that I am in Israel, and I am the Lord your God, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will dream dreams. Your your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be deliverance, as the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. And so, Father, this morning, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you shall even make this make this meeting unto, um, one unto Mount Zion, O God. That, Father, as we have gathered, Lord, it will not just be a virtual meeting, Lord, but this becomes a portal, O God. Father, this becomes a highway, O God, unto heaven. This becomes Mount Zion, O God, where your deliverance comes, O oh God. This becomes Mount Zion, O oh God, where there is restoration, O oh God. This becomes Mount Zion, Lord, where there is healing, O oh God. This becomes Mount Zion, Lord, where there is reconciliation, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you have your way, O oh God. We ask, Father, that you would breathe upon each and every one of us this morning. We ask, O oh God, that your will alone will be done, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you take action 
absolute control over every word that is spoken, Lord, over every thought, oh God, over everything, oh God, that happens here this morning, Lord. We ask that you take charge. Sweet Spirit of the living God, we welcome you. Holy Ghost, we ask that you have your way. We ask that you take control. We ask that you lead us this morning. We trust you for your leading this morning. We ask that you come and fellowship with us. We ask that you shall come and dwell with us in the name of Jesus. That even as we are gathered, we are not gathered unto the voice of man, but we are gathered unto God. We are gathered unto the King of Kings. We are gathered unto the Holy Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and the Spirit this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, let your will alone be done and let your kingdom be established. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, good morning. My name is Stephanie Wobodo, and I would be um, leading us this morning. Um, we'll go through the word together and we would pray. Um, so very quickly, um, I just want to share some things with us that the Lord laid in my heart. The theme for this morning is summoned to the breath. And um, in one of our anchor scriptures, the one in Ezekiel 37, if we can look um, open to Ezekiel 37 very quickly, so I can just read um, that scripture. So yesterday, um, we went from um, Ezekiel chapter um, 37, verse 6. Um, so we see here that um, God was leading Ezekiel in the Valley of Dry Bones. And in verse 6, he says, I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. And after that, the scripture says, I will put breath in you and you will come to life. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. And it is from this that we are taking our bearing this morning. So after the Lord has empowered, after the Lord has strengthened, after the Lord has you know, um, imparted might upon the army, then he says, I will put breath in you and you will come to life. So it is the breath that comes into the person. It is the breath that the Lord releases that brings life. Um, so when I looked up the word, um, when I looked up the word breath, you know, um, the, the root word means a number of things. Um, we know um, that the breath speaks of the wind and the wind speaks of the spirit of God. Um, um, the scripture shows us that wisdom and understanding is a result of the leading of the Holy Spirit. The breath of God, which is the spirit of God and the third person of you know, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, he's a co-equal, co-eternal with God the Father and God the Son. And it was just a few things that highlighted in my spirit um, um, speaks of, you know, the breath speaks of an inspiring ecstatic state of prophecy um, as impelling a prophet to utter instruction or warning. And then what really stood out for me was um, the third definition, which was as in taking, you know, we'll be praying along this morning, the gifts of the spirit, the gifts of the spirit. When I saw that, you know, I wondered how that related to 
the situation in the valley, you know, of dry bones. If God is saying he's empowering, you know, he's um, um, bringing a revival upon his church. And then now he's speaking of the breath of the spirit. And we're seeing here that it relates to the gifts of the spirit. Um, and so what the Lord was saying, um, I will just share quickly. Um, I realized that I, I should have done um, maybe um, some slides um, so I will probably do that and still send it to the group um, just so that everybody has this down. So if we're talking about um, spiritual gifts, the aim of the spiritual gifts that God brings and God impacts us with is for the building of the church and for the establishment of the church. There was a preacher that described it as the, the um, Jesus Christ is the bridegroom. The Holy Spirit is the best man and the gifts of the spirits are like... Um, um, the, the gifts, sorry, the Holy Spirit is like, um, the, the Holy Spirit is the gift which the groom sends to the bride. And so the gifts of the Spirit are the, would I say like the bride price, um, the gifts that the bride receives. And so the gifts of the Spirit are those like adornments that the Lord places, you know, that, that, that the groom, that Christ places on his church. And he does that to identify and to mark the, the, the church as his bride. The, the name of the spirit that actually came to my heart when I was doing this study is Arabon. And we know that Arabon speaks of, um, it speaks of a seal. The word actually means earnest. It means um, earnest money. It means the purchase. It means that um, a payment has been made, you know, a, um, um, a purchase has been made for a particular thing. And in this context, it is the purchase that Christ, it is the price that Christ has placed. He has made that purchase for the church. And that, 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 that the proof of that purchase, like the receipt is the Holy Spirit. And this is shown through the gifts of the Spirit. So why the gifts of the spirit why the gifts of the spirit is a time of revival why the gifts of the spirit for the church because you see it is through these gifts of the spirit that we are able to um um show forth the works you know and express and creatively express the mind of god um in the generation that he has placed us in so very quickly i'd like us to open to first corinthians chapter 12 so that we can read together um Okay, and just before we go there, just for context, you know, um, the Bible tells us that um, according to scriptures, like we read this morning, um, in the last days, God is pouring out his spirit upon our flesh um, so that we may prophesy. And why we prophesy is so that Christ is revealed and that God is glorified. And we see the prophetic is, you know, in this, we see that the prophetic is hinged on the outpouring of the spirit of God upon all flesh. So the prophetic cannot happen outside the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So that we must know. This is the season of the prophetic, you know, without the Holy Spirit, um, there is no prophet. It is the outpouring of the spirit. It is is the release, the impartation of the breath of God um, that allows the prophetic to happen. And interestingly, we see um, in the same scripture that the first partakers of God's outpour are the sons and daughters. And we know who the sons and daughters are. The Bible tells us that um, for all who are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we are the sons and we are the daughters of God. Um, therefore, we see that the right and the power to become the sons and daughters of God is in the Holy Spirit. So we see that the Holy Spirit is everything that we need. The Holy Spirit is, is, is our validation. You know, the Holy Spirit is our proof of sonship. Um, and this is why you know, when Jesus 
spoke to his disciples about the Holy Spirit in Acts 1.18. He said, and you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So the empowering that we're talking about in this time, the empowerment for revival, you know, is coming from the Holy Spirit. Everything happens through the Holy Spirit. Um, and so the leading of the Holy Spirit um, um, by the... Um, by the discipleship of the believer is what we need for sonship. We've established that our lives are empowered by the Holy Spirit. So um, spiritual gifts are called the gifts of the Spirit because they enable us to do the Lord's work in creative, influential, and in powerful ways. So now we can open to First Corinthians um, chapter 12 and verse 1. And interestingly, we see how Paul begins to speak in this scripture. You know, he says... Um, he says, can everyone hear me? Please let me know if you can hear me. Yes, we can hear you. Yes. Okay, okay, yes, great. Thank you. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Another translation says, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know, so God wants us to know. He wants us to be enlightened. He wants us to be informed about the gifts of the Spirit. It is by these gifts of the Spirit that we are able to, you know, by the activation of the gifts of the Spirit, that we are able to do the will of God in the capacity. Because, you know, this season we have been praying, praying for capacity. Well, I have been praying for capacity a lot, you know, but the scripture also tells us it's not by power power or by might, but by the spirit of God, you know, so there is a place for the, for, for strength. There is a place for rising up. There is a place for personal convictions, but you know, there's so many things that there's so many heights that we cannot attain without the spirit of God. It is not by power or by might, but by the spirit of God. Do you know, even to fast and to pray, it is by the spirit of God, because you may think that you are doing it and you could be led in the flesh but as long as you are led by this god so this is a season where we must be totally hinging on the spirit of god and i just trust that god would you know even as he's bringing this word to us it's because he's making grace available for us and he will make it possible for each and every one of us to be led by his spirit so um it says, I do not want you to be uninformed. And then from um, verse four, it says, there are different kinds of spirits, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. So here scripture is telling us that everyone is given a gift of the spirit. But why are we given the gifts? Not for our personal glorification, not for our personal exaltation, but for the common good, for the good of the church, for the good of the kingdom, for, for the good, for, for, you know, the building of, of God's work and God's mandate. To one, there is given through, there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit. <clears throat> to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and 
to still another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines so it is the holy spirit that determines you know and distributes the gifts to each and every one of us um so the 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 word of wisdom the word of knowledge faith the gifts of healing the walking and performance of miracles prophecy um, the discernment of spirits, um, speaking in tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Um, so I'd like us to take our time to study that. Um, this, this, these gifts can also be broken down into revelation gifts, the vocal gifts and the power gifts. So there are, there's nine of them. The revelation gifts are the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits. The vocal gifts are tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy and the power gifts are faith healings and working of miracles and so this morning what the lord is saying is that there's an impartation that's going to happen this morning and i want each and every one of us to position ourselves and to trust god in fact in the days to come starting from this moment we are begin we are going to the lord is going to bring us into a place where we begin to he will reveal his heart to us and we will begin to walk in in depths of these gifts. For those of us who have stood at the, at the shores, the Lord is saying he's taking us deeper. For those who have started to walk, you know, um, walk in a measure of these gifts, the Lord is saying he's taking us even from the ankle length, he's taking us to the knee um, level. For those who were at the knee level, the Lord is saying he's taking us to to the waist level from those who were at the waist level he's saying that he's taking us to the shoulder level and from the shoulder level he's taking us into a place of full immersion so this morning we are advancing and we are sinking deeper into that the Lord would impart fresh gifts upon each and every one of us. So for those that may have been, they are unlocked upon us and they are being activated this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And so um, I'd like us to pray according to each of the gifts, um, you know, along with, um, pray according to each of the gifts. We'll start with the word of wisdom. And, you know, the word of wisdom is the application of knowledge and insight on a matter as is given by the Holy Spirit. It is the word of wisdom that gives us practical um, and applicable use of the word of God to defeat the enemy and to engage strategies and solutions for every aspect of our lives. And so, you know, every time we pray, Pray for wisdom. Why do we ask for wisdom? Um, Job 32, 7 to 9. It says, um, I thought age would speak and advanced years would show wisdom, but it is the spirit in a person and the breath of the Almighty that gives them understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. You see, so this scripture is showing us that wisdom and understanding is a result of the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so I'd like us to begin our prayers this morning and just ask that the Lord would impart wisdom and understanding upon each and every one of us um, wisdom that is required to go about our lives wisdom that is required to build wisdom that is required to do the will of the Lord that the Holy Spirit will pour fresh wisdom upon us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus let us lift up our voices and pray wisdom for witty inventions the wisdom to create wealth 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, Proverbs, Proverbs 8, 22 to 31. Um, the Bible says, speaking of wisdom, the Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary so waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. This is what wisdom is. Wisdom is the ability to enter into the mind of God mm. and to establish his mandate on the earth. Mm. Mm. It was through wisdom, you know, through the felt, it was through the fellowship of wisdom created. That is the power of wisdom. This is the creative power of wisdom. And in this season, the Lord is saying creativity, creativity. Creativity is not limited to a particular industry. When people hear creativity, they say things like, oh, I am not a creative. No, wisdom is the creative power of God because it is through wisdom that God builds. So if you are a builder, mm. if you are a leader, if you could even be a follower, you could even be a staff, but you have the creative power in the, in the, and you show it in the way that you, you, you execute your role in the office, even, you know, regardless of, 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 of your family 
ethnic background or who you are in your family or who you are in your society. The creative power mm. of God is shown forth in his wisdom. Mm. It is not limited to a particular group of people. It is not limited to um, a particular kind of people. It is not limited to only those in maybe the fashion industry or in the inter entertainment industry. No, engineers are creatives as well. As long as you have a mind that is led by the spirit of God and positioned and aligned with God, as far as the breath of God comes upon you, the spirit for creativity, the wisdom of God is released upon you. And so this morning, Father, I pray, Lord, that there will be an impartation, Lord, of the spirit of wisdom, the gifts of wisdom upon each and every person on this call in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we pray according to your will, according to your desire that you will impart Holy Ghost, according to the measure that you desire upon each life in the mighty name of Jesus. Place upon everyone the creative ability to execute the will of God, to administer the will of God, to establish his kingdom, oh God, according Lord, to the capacity, Lord, that you have given each and every one of us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Um, next, we'll look at the word of knowledge. And... Um, we, we, um, word of knowledge is information, right? Um, mm. What is knowledge? Information. So basically, downloading of information from the Holy Spirit. The word of knowledge is supernaturally accessing information that couldn't have been known without the revelation of the Holy Spirit. We see a clear example of this in, in the book of Matthew, where Jesus told the woman at the well, um, where he was speaking with the woman at the well, and he told her about her past, he told her about her presence and he went on to prophesy to her, you know, um, and then he told her that she had been married seven times. And even the man she was living with wasn't her husband, you know, and what did she say? After Jesus told her these things, she was amazed. And she said, she's, um, it, it, there's a version of scripture that says she discerned that he was a prophet. You know, she had to ask, you know, she, she, she could tell that there was something about the spirit of this person that is telling me this about my life, even though the person is just meeting me. And immediately she perceived that, you know, she perceived the prophetic in Jesus because no one else could have revealed this information to him. And, you know, here we see um, a clear example of, of um, operating in the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge comes by revelation. The word of knowledge comes by the breath of the spirit. And in this season, the Lord is equipping us with, you know, um, this gift of the word of knowledge. Um, why? Because we, it is through this that we are able to even bring solutions into the world, you know, without even, without, um, without knowing or having journeyed with the person and then the Lord just brings you into a place where you begin to access the spirit of the Lord brings you into a place where you begin to download, you know, God's mind concerning a person. And we see that it is through this that she, the woman was able to receive Christ because what this does is it then triggers and propels, um, um, propels the person to believe the word that is coming forth. And without belief, there, there can't be salvation. And so this is the reason why, one of the reasons why the Lord, it will be impacted this gift upon us in this season so that all will be saved so that he positions us you know as his agents as his as his um, as his ambassadors you know he positions us as his light bearers in our world so that we are able to bring forth the salvation of men um it is god's desire that every life is saved it is god's desire that his will is done it is god's desire that no one perishes you know and 
this is one of the reasons why God will be equipping through his spirit with this gift. And so I'd like us to begin to pray that there will be a release this morning, that there will be a release of the gift of knowledge. There will be a release of the gift of the word of knowledge that the Lord will impart upon each and every one of us, you know, by his spirit, the gift of the word of knowledge, you know, according to the capacity that he has placed within us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we make these prayers knowing, Lord, that we do not pray unto ourselves, Lord. It is not for our personal ability, but Lord, so that your name will be glorified, so that the hearts and the lives of men will be saved. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, give us access, O God, by your Spirit. As your Spirit breathes upon us, O God, give us access, O God, into your mind, O God, give us access into your your heart, O oh God, for systems, O oh God, for people, O oh God, for structures, for governments, O oh God, for institutions, my God. We pray, O oh God, that the spirit of revelation will be activated, O oh God, upon each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. The next is the gift of faith. Um, and we see um, um, that faith, the, the Greek word for, for this measure of faith that the Bible speaks of is pistis. And pistis means the conviction of truth of anything. Um, I'll just quickly run over this. Um, there are different kinds of faith. There's the saving faith, there's the fruit of faith, and there is the gift of faith. Um, and the gift of faith, we see this at work in the life of Abraham. Um, the Bible tells us that um, um, God that God who is the creator and the sovereign ruler of all things, the provider and bestower of eternal salvation through Christ, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We see in Abraham's life here that, you know, Abraham diligently sought after the Lord, regardless, you know, this was a typical um, depiction of the gift of faith, regardless, there was no one that had gone before him. There was no one that had already set, you know, um, that had set a, a, a standard for him, but he was chasing and he was going after God. God. And now we know that what Abraham had was faith. At the time Abraham was walking his journey, he did not know. All he had was his conviction and he continued to follow God. He continued to allow himself to be led by the spirit of God in a time where, you know, um, 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 there were no fathers of faith in a time where, like I had said, there was no one that had gone before him in a time where um, nothing had been, you know, he, no one knew about this God. Abraham was called by God and he answered and he listened and he followed God. And we see the fruits, we see the results in our lives today. We can't talk about faith and not speak of Abraham. What he did by, by obeying God, you know, it was a prophetic move that, you know, opened the door, the way for so many things. Was it in the way that he believed that God was going to give him a child at old age? Or was it in the way that, um, that when God called for him to sacrifice his son Isaac, he was quick to do it without even, you know, the Bible says that, you know, basically he knew that if God, you know, could give him a child, God would, there was, 
there was nothing that God couldn't give him. If God could give him, I say God would have given him another child. So there was no, there was no contemplation, you know, in his heart. He was quick to get up and to do God's will. Um, we see it in so many ways in the way that Abraham, um, Abraham walked with God. And this is the, 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 the gift of faith. And I'd like us to pray this morning that faith will be stirred up in our hearts again, that there will be a tangibility, you know, of our faith, that we will begin to, 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 to see the substance of our faith and we will begin to exercise it, that no more will we stay in the place of unbelief, no more will We will, we will stay in the place of, of, you know, stepping one leg in and then one leg out, but we will be fully immersed. The Spirit of the Lord beckons unto us that we would walk with the Lord. We would no longer hold back. There would no longer be a barrier to our faith in God. In the mighty name of Jesus, that by the grace of God, we will begin to fully exercise the gift of faith that he has placed upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us lift up our voices and pray. <laughs> Father, Lord, you cause and propel us over to move, Lord, where we stand, O God, and to be able to bring substance to our faith. Help us, Father, by your grace to exercise, Lord, and to substantiate all the faith, Lord, that you have placed in us. In the name of Jesus, cause us to respond to you in faith. Cause us, Lord, to walk with you in faith, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do you know that faith is a response? Faith is a response, not in the things that we say. It is actually in the things that we do. When God asks you to do something, when the Lord lays a burden in your heart, when the Lord gives you an instruction, or maybe when you just feel, you know, you're inclined to something, and you know that this is the word of God, what do you do? What will you do with what God says? What it, God speaks and, you know, his voice is like a seed. When he places the seed of his voice in your heart, what do you do with it? Do you take it and do you plant it or do you take it and throw it to the wind? Do you throw it away? Do you cast it away? Or do you mm. take it and do you sit on it? Do you brood over it until Christ mm. is formed, until there is fruit, until there is substance? until something mm. comes forth from what God has given you. Faith mm. is stewardship. To be able to walk in faith, you must be a faithful steward. You must be mm. a, a, a good steward of everything. You must be desperate. You have to be desperate. It has to get to a point where you say, there is nothing that God lays in my heart that I will not do. There is, you know, it got to a point in my life where I said, God, Anything that I sense that your spirit is saying to me, I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it. And Father, you better give me the grace to do it because I'm going to do it. You know, prior to then, 
things would have come my way and I would have felt overwhelmed. I was on the call with Pia the other day and we were just talking about a few things. And she said, wow, Stephanie, things that maybe six months ago or a year ago, you would have, you would have been overwhelmed by. Now you are running with these things. And I said, you know what? It was the spirit of God that gave me the grace, but I got to a place where I was desperate. And this leads us to our, our our next point, which is the, the, the gift of healing. It got to a point where I was desperate and I said, you know what, God, I need to see, I need to see changes in my life. And I know that these changes will not just fall on me. It had to start with a desperation. When you are desperate for God, you bring subs, you know, when you are desperate for God and you follow after him, you begin to substantiate the the the, the things, you know, and the, the blessings and, and, and the gifts that he has placed in your life. You begin to actively work with his spirit. You begin to partner with his spirit. You become desperate to see his hand upon everything. You become desperate to, you know, to, to, to find his mind concerning anything. Even though he speaks once and it may be a still small voice, you continue to chase and walk in the direction of that voice until it becomes a mighty tree. That is the walking of faith. When the spirit of the Lord, when the Lord spoke to Abraham and told him, you know, that he was going to have children as many as, as the stars in the sky, as many as the, the sand, the sand on the seashore. Abraham moved in the direction of that voice and he continued to press regardless because he knew what he heard. And I believe he was a desperate man. He had gotten to a point where he said, you know what, if God says it, it must be true. What must I do? And he started to walk. And this is not to say that walking in the, walking the journey of faith means that you are perfect. No, but it just means that you are aligned. It means that you are obedient. It means that you are ready to allow God to move through you. It means that you are giving room to his spirit and when you do that when you walk in obedience when you walk in submission then you are allowing god to be god then you are giving him room then you are you know you are you are making space for him to do his will and there is nothing more pleasing than that in the sight of god when we are able to submit and surrender ourselves if the lord calls you to a place you know a place of greatness and says that this is what i'm asking you to do in this season and you look to the left and you look to the right and you feel as though oh my god how am I going to do it? I don't have the resources. I don't have the power. I don't know the people, but Father, nevertheless, at your word, at your command, I will move. I'll give an example. A very good friend of mine recently, up until now, she had been, you know, um, I know she had always wanted to act. I know she had always wanted to, you know, um, um, get into the, the, the movie industry, you know, and that was as much as we all knew. And then one day I was talking to her and she said to me, you know, she said she was going to go ahead and direct and produce her own TV series. And I was wondering like, where did this come from? And immediately the Lord told me, this is the move of faith. And you know, what at the time she started i don't know that she went to um film school i don't know that she went to learn how to become a director in fact she was working in the in the financial institution i don't know that she had any of these experiences but she got up and she started to go and when she was moving in direct that direction resources doors all these things started to open up and add on to her and she was able to execute you, you know that thing which god had laid in her heart is that to say that it was easy i don't think so you know uh, is that to say that all 
all the doors that she knocked on opened, I do not know that. But all I knew was that this girl was desperate and she went out of her way to do that thing because she had that burden in her heart and because she knew that this was what God required for her in this season, you know, and that is how we must be. We must be desperate. I don't think we can walk after God in this season of our lives without a measure of desperation. It has to come from a place of desperation. Actually, I'd like us to pray to God, you know, and just ask him to cause us to be desperate, to hunger and to thirst for him, to hunger and to thirst to do his will, you know, that our bread, you know, will be to, to do his will, that we would only be satisfied, endlessly satisfied by doing his will. Our desire will be after his will. After his will. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will take us away from the place of self preservation. The Lord will take us away from the place of self preservation and launch us into the deep this morning. Rekusa katata ye brakusha de predusa kaye baba ba mande brakusha brakusha baba ba ne brakusa baba ba ba mande de de brakusha kaye baba ba ba Father, show us what it means to hunger and to thirst after you, O God. Mareki baba ne brakusha kaye brakusha kaye baba ba ba. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, help us, Lord, to walk with your spirit, O oh God, that we would bring substance to our faith. Because your word says it, that your word says, O oh father help us lord to bring forth the substance of our faith by the by our acts of obedience oh god by our acts of obedience lord help us lord to bring substance to our faith because that is the place where we meet you that is the thing that connects oh god that 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 provides the highway that is the thing that 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 that, that creates the portal for the heavens to meet the earth it is the substance of our faith that gives you room it is the substance of our faith that gives you the access lord it is the substance of our faith that allows the divinity of god to meet the mortality of who we are my lord and my god i pray oh god that by your spirit lord you will cause us lord to produce substance oh god to substantiate our faith lord in this time and in this season in the name of jesus take us lord beyond the shores take us lord and cause us to launch deeper into you oh god cause us to sink ourselves into your word cause us lord father to break every barrier, oh God, to break away from the spirit of fear, oh God, and to fully immerse ourselves, Lord, in, 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 in trusting you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Um, finally, um, I know this, uh, we have just 10 minutes left, so um, like I said, I will send the notes so that we can... Or just read through it. Um, the gifts of healing is that you know the Bible talks uh, the uh, talks about gifts, you know, and it says that there are diverse methods of healing. There are different kinds of healing, you know, because there are different kinds of afflictions. So healing is a remedy, is a cure or solution to an emotional or physical disease or unrest. Healing is restoration of health, um, physical.
physical and mental to the original state um, that it was in the beginning when God looked at all his creation and said that it was good. So God's report about his creation was that it was good. So anything that is contrary to the good report of God is, is actually, you know, um, um, contrary to his plan, contrary to his intention. Therefore, healing is the restoration um, to the nature of God. An example we see is the woman with the issue of blood. You see, Jesus said, when the woman touched the hem of his garment, Jesus said, someone touched me. Who touched me? You know, and um, um, Peter said, oh, Lord, you know, there are so many people, you know, so much. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of touching I'm talking about. You know, he wasn't just talking about someone touching his clothes. Of course, there were so many people around touching his clothes. But he meant that someone touched him. Someone saw him for who he was. Someone, you know, he said, virtue left me. Someone came into a place, came into a realm, you know, that was in him. And we see that... What the scripture, um, what I got from this scripture is, this woman was a desperate woman. You know, for, so I, can't, I can't imagine how many times she may have been turned back, how many times she may have tried and she couldn't even walk properly. And every time she walked around, this is someone that had the issue of blood for years. So there was something that was smelling about her. There was something that was not, um, that was not comely about her. There was something about her that was, it was socially awkward. She was always the elephant in the room anywhere she went. But she came into a place where she was desperate and she said, I must touch him. I must know him. You know, and so we see that healing is not just us. It's not just God touching us, but it is us touching God. And it starts with a knowing. It starts with a desperation. And it's this desperation that leads to an exchange. It starts with intimacy. And so I'd like us to pray this morning that the Lord will give us will impart upon us by his spirit the gifts of healing and now we are beginning to understand that healing is not just sickness in the body as we know it healing is anything you know um, um disease is 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 anything that is contrary to the will of god and god is imparting us with the gifts of wisdom so that we can restore the bible describes us as restorers of the bridge we are the ones that will build the walls we will build the walls that have been broken down it means that god is imparting upon us the spirit you know, um, um, the gifts of healing so that we can restore the world. We can restore our communities. We can restore our institutions. We can restore our organizations. We can restore the lives of men. And so I'd like us to just begin to pray this morning and ask for the gift of healing. Father, I pray that you will impart upon each and every one of us the gifts of healing. Father, I 
the other gifts of the spirit we see the working of miracles prophecy the discerning of spirit the diverse tongues the speaking of tongue of tongues and so i'd like us to go through these gifts in our free time but you see um the last one I would like to speak about is prophecy, the gifts of, of prophecy. And we understand what prophecy is um, by um, the scripture in 1 Corinthians 14, um, verse 1 and 3. It says, um, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. So some people sometimes say things like, oh, I'm not prophetic. I don't know how to prophesy. What is prophecy? Prophecy um, edifies, it exhorts, and it brings comfort. So as long as you are edifying, as long as you are exhorting, as long as you are bringing comfort to men, you are prophesying, you know. Um, and I just, you know, it is by exercising these gifts that we are able, you know, to grow in, to grow in the gifts. It is by the exercise of these gifts that the Lord has given us by his spirit that we are able to grow in these gifts. So, anything that the Lord gives us, it is by our constant stewardship of what the Lord places in us that we are able to grow. Let us not be like that servant that took the one thing that the Lord gave him and hid in the ground. That was, you know, the, 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 the master, um, 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 the master said about him that he was a wicked and unreasonable servant. That was what the master called him. It's not that he lost what was given him. It's just that he did not steward it. He did not exercise it. He did not bring fruit out of it. He didn't use it. And that is the thing. With the gifts that the spirit of the Lord is bringing upon each and every one of us today, the Lord is giving us grace. And by his mercy, you know, he's bringing, he's bringing us into, into a new place where he's pouring out more things upon us. But what the Lord is saying to us is he's, the, our only responsibility with all of this is to steward what he's given us, is to exercise what he's given us. We shouldn't take it and hide it in the ground. No. When the Lord, um, when the Lord, when, when a man lights a candle, he doesn't hide it on that bush, you have to set it upon the hill. You have to use your lights and cause your light, and that's how you cause your light to shine. So, regardless of whatever it is the Lord has given us, regardless of how small we may think it is, it may be at this point, it may just be as small as a mustard seed, or it may be as big as a fig tree. The Lord is saying we must exercise it, we must constantly exercise it. And you know, interestingly, I will close with this. According to um, the, the, the start of the one of the definitions of receive and administrative power. So it is one thing for the spirits to be imparted, um, the gifts of the spirit to be imparted upon you, but it's another thing to receive the energy, to receive the grace and the force to execute and administer the things that have been placed inside us. And so I trust and believe that, you know, God has brought this word to us in a timely season. And he's not just saying that he has given us the gifts. He's saying that by his spirit, he has imparted upon us the grace and the ability to exercise these gifts and to 
administer these gifts. And so I would like us to just end by making this prayer and say, Lord, this morning I receive the grace to exercise everything that you have placed in me and to administer it, oh God, faithfully in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray for ourselves this morning that we would not be like the servants whom the Lord, the master placed, placed, placed a seed, placed a, you know, a gift in his hands and he wasn't able to multiply it. My Lord and my God, Father, grace to multiply everything, oh God, that you have given to me. Father, we receive God, the grace, the power God, to execute and to administer everything that you have placed in us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. My Lord and my God, Father, we just say thank you. We thank you for the gift of your spirit, Lord. The gift of the spirit that you have given to each and every one of us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, the seal of the covenant. We thank you for your spirit, Father, which is proof of our reconciliation in Christ. We thank you, Father, because we are the bride of Christ. We, the church, are the bride of Christ. And so, Father, we thank you for every gift, for every adornment that your spirit has placed upon each and every one of us and so father we thank you for the power the ability oh god and even the will the desperation and the desire lord to to use lord and to exercise everything that you have placed in us lord in this time and in this season in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you oh god because it shall not be said concerning us that we are wicked and unreasonable oh god but father we ask and we pray oh god that the testimony that you will speak lord concerning us at your return is that we are faithful oh god and so father we align ourselves by your spirit this morning lord to use lord everything that you have given us father we align ourselves this morning oh god to walk in and to walk in obedience and in submission and surrender to your spirit to be led by your spirit oh god to make proof lord that um to to, to make good the proof of our sonship oh god in you by walking to according to the leading of your spirit in the mighty name of jesus Amen. father we just ask that you have your way oh god father we release oh god the atmosphere of our lives oh god before you oh lord we ask lord that by your spirit lord according to your desires oh god you would impart each and every one lord with a measure of this gift with a fresh measure of this gift in the mighty name of jesus my lord mm -hmm. and my god i pray lord that by your spirit you would even begin to unlock lord that which has been laying lord in, in our lives, Lord, laying in our lives, Lord, and things that we have not exercised as we begin to walk um, according to the leading of your voice, according to the inkling of the spirit, oh God, these gifts will begin to be unlocked in our lives, oh God. And Father, when these things, you cause these things to happen, oh God, you would help us, Lord, to see, Lord, that is unto your glory, unto, Lord, the common yes, good of the establishment of your kingdom. Father, take pride away from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Take away every selfish desire in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us a heart of service, oh God, unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we trust you, Lord, even with our lives as you have entrusted upon us your gifts, oh God. 
God. Father, we pray, oh God, that in all that we do, we will please you. We ask, oh God, that the breath, oh God, of your spirit, Lord, that gives life, Lord, will continue to breathe over us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the breath of life continue to be released over us. Let the breath of life continue to be the atmosphere in which we live our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we receive, oh God, every gift this morning. We receive every blessing this morning. We receive, Lord, every impartation that you are bringing upon us this morning, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we give you praise and we thank you. Blessed be your holy name, oh God. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Amen.